Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the Hi. Goa Weekly Show. Oh, I'm excited to be back. I can actually talk this week and don't feel like I'm, you know, dying. Are you feeling much better? I am. Like, I've still got a bit of a raspy voice and a cough, but, like, I can do things. Like, you can I, function now yeah. like a normal human being. <laughs> that, that's it. I'm not, like, my nose isn't running and, yeah, looking like death warmed up now. So I'm very happy to be back. Thank you to Natty who jumped in last week with Stormy to... To run the um, run the weekly show, it was very good. Hi, gamey game face. Hello, gamma. Th thanks to everybody for watching. And gam, thank you so much for that forty-one month sub here on Twitch.tv slash Game on Oz. That's that's a long time. A very long time. Well done, gamma. Thank you so much. Mm. Thanks for supporting uh, the the weekly show and and go off. See, but apart some... from um, oh sorry, oh, Jim. I was going to say, apart from getting over your sickness, have you been well? Did you have a uh, a week of gaming like I, while you were sick or I didn't really like while were I was you that sick? <laughs> yeah I, I was that sick for for some of it but like when I was better I well semi better but not good enough to go to work I, I was still yeah. working on on stuff because we got got a few things coming up uh for the Goa family here that, that we're going to be doing over the next couple of months so we're uh we're I was working a little bit on that because to make sure that that goes ahead nicely, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But I think uh, let's let's just jump jump straight in because, like, I I was watching last week, and I was I I saw your little lightning recap that you did, Stormy, and I was <laughs> really really impressed by that because I just got oh, wow because cool. that's not something we really we really do like we we talk about the games that we like and if there's news going up, but we don't really talk about what's coming up. So I reckon I reckon we do that again, eh? Yeah, no, that sounds good. Well, last week was was really, really big. Uh, so it probably wasn't as lightning fast as I probably anticipated it to be. And I think, uh, you know, now that things are getting a little bit better in terms of, you know, uh, uh, games being released, you know, on schedule and things like that, we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about in the future. But let's get straight into it. So games releasing uh, this week. So uh, today's the 26th uh, for those uh, listening at home. Uh, 26th tomorrow, uh, we will have Gunfire Reborn releasing as well as, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Signalist, uh, which is also coming day one to Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, definitely go check that out if you're after something a bit scary, uh, as well as Star Ocean, The Divine Force. And then on Friday, really, really big day, we will have Bayonetta 3, as well as, of course, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, Resident Evil's uh, multiplayer uh, game called Reverse is also launching on Friday, as well as a Resident Evil Village DLC, which includes third-person mode, the Shadows of Rose DLC, which follows Ethan's daughter, Rose, as we find out what she gets up to after the events of the game and a few more additions to mercenary mode. So those are the, I guess, the the main kind of big launches for this week. Uh, Jim, is there anything that kind of stands out to you or anything you might pick up at some point in terms of this week's releases or? Look, it's, um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> the, 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 like, you can say no. Like, there, there's there's some big releases in there, <laughs> but it's just like um, COD Two, Modern Warfare Two, and Bayonetta Three. They're huge games, and mm. and seeing bits and pieces about like Gunfire Reborn and Signalus. Like Signalus, yeah. I feel like it's got that sort of horror vibe that. Um, but it's Halloween next week, so why mm. wouldn't you release a game like that in the lead up yeah. to uh, 
to to Halloween and and the Star Ocean series. While I'm not huge into it, I have heard of it before, and it's another like big sprawling JRPG. So all those games have their fans, and I know um, like Resident Evil in particular. Like I was watching you play the the Reverse Early Access stuff oh, on, yeah. on your stream the other night, last night. I can't remember. Yeah, Monday night, I think. Um, Even I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. But and 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 it looks pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm getting a little bit confused because like Ghost, the Ghostbusters ones just come out as well, and that looks that looked really good. Fun. Yeah, like I was actually gonna like ask you and a few others, like because the Ghostbusters game, I think I was watching Hexdef, uh, mm. Jen's Galaxy, and Reeves playing it. I think last night on stream, um, and it looked really really fun. Like the mm. idea of that, uh, I don't know. It kind of, I know it's not the same, but it kind of kind of reminds me of that Gmod experience where like you have um uh prop, that prop game hunt. mode prop, prop hunt. hunt it yeah. kind of reminds me of that um but the way they've incorporated the ghostbusters kind of feel into mm. it i just think is really really cool yeah so it, it reminded me a little bit of up. um of the evil dead game that they came out with because yes. like just mainly yes. in the way that like you had the one person playing as the ghost and yeah. they they had to try and work out how to beat the four Ghostbusters, which was similar to Evil Dead. We had the four human characters and they had to mm. put together stuff and find the Necronomicon and blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, it kind of had that little bit of feel to, to it. And I I do appreciate a game, like that four-on-one style of gameplay, especially when mm. you're the one, because there are just some really cool tools that, that devs will give you to to just make that fun for you because yeah, yeah it was, it's just, it looked really cool. I think with those experiences, like when the, when you are equally having a good time as say, you know, uh, a ghostbuster or a ghost, you know, in those examples or if dead by daylight is you're playing as a killer or a survivor, you know, I'd imagine it'd be a hard job getting those two roles as equally enjoyable as possible, but like they've got to still be really appealing. Oh yeah. Um, the balance, but... the balancing those games would be super hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Ghostbusters, obviously that was one of last Friday's releases, mm-hmm. I, I believe, um, was, is one that I have on my radar at the moment, especially coming up to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me personally, I, I've been, I, I haven't, I've held off from the last few Call of Duties. I think the last one I got was, uh, I think it was Modern Warfare off memory, but I only usually play for the multiplayers. Um, and I know I've got a few friends getting the multiplayer, oh, not getting the multiplayer, but getting the whole game tomorrow, uh, Friday. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if I'll get it on launch, um, but I will get it hopefully soon at some point. Uh, just because, I don't know, the multiplayer is just a bit of mindless fun for me. Nothing too serious you know the gamma's the same playing modern warfare 2 just for multiplayer mm. um, i know a lot of people really dearly love the campaigns and things like that too but um otherwise i i own the first bayonetta now i got that gifted to me when it got its physical release in mm. australia i want to say it was a month ago uh so i want to play the first bayonettas mm. before i play three um, I, I love bayonetta like I, I i'm trying to remember what it came out whether it was the wii or the wii u yeah, like it got a release there, and it was just. Maybe it's a Wii U, maybe that sounds like it <coughs> rings a bell. Hang on, I'm googling because um, <laughs> I need to know, and I'm going to regret this because I'll find out how long ago it was released, and it'll make me feel old. But I saw um, a, a, 2000, speaking of that up. 2009, oh, it came out. 
which must which um, is oh Wii U. There you go. About thirteen years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm old. Um, <laughs> but look, it's it's a really cool game. I do do love like the hack and slash feel of, of it, and and it's very sort of Devil May Cry in those combos that you build up and and everything. But just it, it just felt really cool. And yeah. yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing the first one. Um, but as well as that. Uh, no, no latest Game Pass news this week. Uh, last week, uh, in case you missed last week's episode, uh, we recapped all of uh, Xbox's latest announcements of things coming to Game Pass for the rest of October. Uh, but just a quick uh, Game on Oz review recap. Uh, Royce Wilson uh, did the review of Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, which came out last Thursday. Um, Mikey has also put out a review for Gotham Knights, which also released last Friday. So many releases last week. And then uh, Very Own Alentric's done two reviews, which you can catch on our website now, which is A Plague Tale Requiem and Coral Island. Two very different games there. Um, but just these a articles, bit, yeah. just, just, just a, just a little, little bit. bit, very, very uh, slightly different games. Um, so all of these articles are now available to be read at gameonoz.com, uh, where you can find all the latest gaming news and all our podcast episodes for the weekly show and Nuts and Bolts, which are also available to watch on our YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. All our, and, all our and wherever stuff. you find good good podcasts. Yes, we're everywhere. Know, I don't know why we're there if they're good podcasts, but yeah, <laughs> you can't escape um, us. We're literally no, that's everywhere. It. We're there. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm I'm really keen on Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Like it ca- sort of came out of this experimental phase with with Nintendo and U- Ubisoft. I feel because I think not long. Oh, it's probably is a, a long time now. But do you remember a game called Starlink Battle for Atlas? Yes, I do, actually. Yeah, it was like one of the last-ditch toys-to-life type thing, apart from Amiibo, yeah. which never seemed to die. But, um, yeah. but like, it came with the ship. In fact, do I have... Oh, I love I the concept of toys-to-life. So, Please show. I, For those I, listening I, at home, so, Jim's getting... Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little thing that I'll show off in a minute. But the thing that I loved about it was that... Um, it was released across multiple consoles, mm. but on Nintendo, it had a Star Fox bit. So I bought like the AR Wing version of it. So like, and it had different characters that you could put in, in the cockpit, had different weapons. So like all the weapons came off and you could buy different, different weapon top. You could also unlock them in game, I think from memory. But, um, but I just loved that the Nintendo one had the Star Fox. Yeah, and and like, as soon as I heard that game was coming, I was always going to be buying the Nintendo version because <laughs> I have been waiting since the Nintendo sixty four for a good Star Fox game, or Lilac Wars or whatever you want to call it. Because Star Fox Zero was shit. Like, I don't, I don't know if you ever played that on the Wii U, no. but it, it was terrible. Like, <laughs> it was one of those experimental Nintendo ones where they tried to really work the um the gamepad into it but oh, rather yeah, than yeah. just being able to control it around what it what you did you had to move it around and so your your r-wing was on the t- on the tv but to aim properly you needed to use the motion controls in the gamepad so you're forever looking at the tv looking at the gamepad looking at it was just That's you so would annoying. cross-eyed yeah <laughs> so i was really excited when starlink had some special Star Fox missions and I love that mm. part of it. Um 
and that was done with Ubisoft as well. And then yeah. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle came out and that was just kind of like, why did we need this game? But it worked. Like the, the, the design of the game worked, the tactics of it worked. And the move in Sparks of Hope going from like the the square-based movement to... The tile kind of motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah to more the, the free-roaming area movement. That just, it seems like it's going to open up a, a huge area for the game and it just it looks really cool yeah I, I i don't know why i never picked up kingdom battle because i don't know part of it maybe it was because i saw rabbits and i was like oh i don't have much to do with rabbits maybe it just wasn't high up on my list at the time when i got the switch but then i've also seen like yourself you know seen a lot of people playing spots of hope and i was like this game looks right up my alley i was like why haven't i picked this up before so now i'm kind of I, I don't know. Now I kind of want to pick it up and after like, you know, voices review um, and then Pete got the little care package as well mm -hmm. from Ubisoft, which was like really cute. And I loved the whole like feel and vibe and, and, and stuff of, um, I don't know, the Mario Rabbids game and the artwork and stuff and what they did with it. Now I'm like, well, now I want to play it. Um. <laughs> mm. That's it. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely there for you guys to, to pick up. To tomorrow is when that release like well, i've seen people playing it. it must be out already what um, mario rabbits yeah last thursday last thursday oh yeah so that, it's, it's well out well out yeah, well out well out <laughs> um but um and yeah gotham knights is an is another one that i'm uh I, i'm interested in like and i feel like this game has gotten an unfair amount of flack just for the fact that it's running at 30 frames per second and not 60 like i've i've said for a number of years to anybody that will listen that graphics aren't everything and and you're going to hit a point where the processing power of your consoles is going to get exponentially better and you, the human eye can only see so much and your, your graphics are just going to be not a, like the improvement between the xbox one x and the xbox series x yeah the, yeah there's some there's more processing power there but the graphical stuff in there is still just fork it's still 4k between the two of them and and i, I oh, i'm not sure did the i can't remember if the one x did hdr 10 but but e oh. either way it's it's like there's, there's only so much that the human eye can take in and the difference between 30 fps and 60 fps for most people doesn't matter i i don't I don't care, I, and the fact that the, the 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 stats bros are just pulling pulling this game apart because of that one thing to me, just why? Yeah, why? I think it's 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 a weird one because I guess I don't know. Maybe people expect more, especially because this originally was announced for last gen and new gen consoles. Mm. Maybe when they and then and then obviously the game decided that they weren't going to support the old gen consoles and they were only releasing on new gen. I guess maybe people expected more like playing on console, like because of that kind of cancellation or switch over. Um, but I don't know for me personally, in a general game sense, if for whatever reason, like, like for example, and this isn't, I, I'm just, I, I'm just making this up, but like say the new Resident Evil 4 remake was only playing at 30 rather than 60 or whatever the case was. Like for me, that's not enough for me to be like, ah, oh, no, I'm I'm ditching this game. I'm like I'm 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 not playing it at all. It's just I don't know. For me, it's just like yeah. I guess 60 frames would like is nice in theory, 
but it's it's never a definitive decision for me to go yeah look i'm not going to play the game at all exactly uh, you got to judge the game on how it plays not not solely how it looks it, it's and I, yeah. yeah i think the big thing as well um and I, I mentioned this on twitter i think yesterday just out of the blue because i obviously there's been a lot of new releases and stuff lately and a lot of reviews and stuff going up for things and I've got to have like a little bit of a mini rant here, but like not not even about Gotham Knights, but about just games in general. I honestly think like, I think re reviews are great to get different perspectives on obviously the same game. And, you know, Mikey made some really great points in Gotham Knights about, you know, that, that kind of grinding mechanic and stuff, you know, and everyone's going to have different opinions. Like hey, he even said to me yesterday, look, if, if those grinding kind of mechanics or that style of gameplay appeals to you, go for it. You'll love it. I think, you know, people in general, when it comes to reviews, just need to take them with like a bit of a pinch of salt and go, okay, this is what this person thought. But still pick it up yourself and then make your own kind of decision based mm. on it. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I like, for example, at the moment, like where we don't put numbers on our reviews because we're just like, you know, this is what we think of the game. This is how it is. And I think it just leaves the audience up to, like up to themselves to go, okay, let's see if this is something for me, mm. you know? Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm very much one of those people that is like, you know, don't knock the game until you have it in your hands yourself and you try it. Um, you know, it's, despite what everything is being said online. That's exactly right. Like it's, and you got to remember like reviewers have different tastes as well. Like when, when Absolutely. I, when I review games for GameOz.com, I, I gen, I have a niche that, that I like to, that of games that I like to review and I, I generally don't tend to go outside that because if I go outside that, I don't have the history or the background in playing those mm. games. So I don't know what's good and what's bad. Because we all know Jim's not going to be reviewing any roguelites. Like <laughs> well, if, if I do, they're probably not going to get the best. best. But, he, but he, here's the thing, like good reviewers can, can rise above that. Because I, I yeah. remember when Returnal came out, uh, Royce Wilson, uh, the editor-in-chief for GameOnOz.com, reviewed that and he also doesn't like roguelikes but he was still able to review the game based on its merits and good reviewers will be able to do that um mm -hmm. but you just you also need to like understand your strengths as a reviewer and and like for me platformers and hack and slash type games um or though those are my jam or little puzzle games I'm, I'm really cool with them and and yeah. so i i have a lot of experience with those so why wouldn't i go in and and look at those and give give them a shot you know yeah i think like get like like just gamers in general like not even reviewers i think sometimes if you are willing to go into things open-minded things might hmm. surprise you like yeah. you know there's like for me like resident evil is probably the only horror stuff i play and everything else kind of like puts me off because I don't know maybe I'm a little bit scared but like I think if I hadn't had that open-mindedness and willingness to be like you know what maybe I'll give this a try and just take it as it is rather than as someone who doesn't like horror you know this might surprise me and it definitely did uh which might lead us into our bloody good game of the week potentially I, Jim. I think I think uh, that would <laughs> lead us into that and let's uh let's give it a go because it's one that you you were playing um a bit in early access so in let, early access, but hmm. I did play it when it was in beta as well. So speaking of Resident Evil, um, Ari Purse. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You like Resident Evil? What's... Oh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Um, but look, in saying that, I, I, have a, I have a few things to say about this game. Despite it being my bloody good game of the week, Textiles and Broadband, um, 
Ari vs. I don't know. When Resident Evil 3 Remake came out, they came out with a multiplayer mode called uh, Resistance. And you had basically one one person versing another four people trying to like escape an area. Uh, whereas Reverse, which uh, we had access to the beta to if you had purchased Resident Evil Village, uh, is basically everyone's like all for themselves. So like on the official Reverse website, it's it's better described as because I'm, I'm very bad at describing things. So it's basically where two to six players just they fight to the death. So there's no teams. It's everyone for themselves, and you get to pick between. Now hopefully I don't miss anyone. You get to pick between Leon, Claire, Ada, Chris, Jill, and Hanks. So there's six characters I think you pick from. Um, all each with their different perks. And uh, you basically have to fight each other. But what happens is in the maps that you are playing in, uh, there's capsules, like uh, like virus capsules that you pick up. And the more virus capsules you have, when you die, you actually turn into one of the baddies or one of the Ooh. monsters of the Resident Evil universe, which is really cool. So it's kind of like getting a second life. Um, and then you can, you know, continue on for a short amount of time um, as one of these baddies, which is really, really fun. Also, Sticks, thank you for the resub as well. 57-month streak. One of the OGs in the house right there. Thanks so much for that, Sticks. You bloody big, legend. Big resubs tonight. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's cool because, like, you get to play in, uh, for example, uh, Early Access started Monday. So we were playing in Raccoon City Police Department, uh, which is, you know, uh, very iconic from Resident Evil 2. Uh, and you also had the Baker House, which is from Resident Evil 7. And the game itself, like we were getting, I was playing with a group of friends. Now, because it is everyone for themselves, there is no group, uh, I guess, uh, lobby, like open lobby, if that makes sense. So you can't go into a game uh, as a group unless you're doing like a custom mode or like a private room. So we were all being a little cheeky and all trying to like jump into it at the same same game at the same time. Uh, I was really impressed that this game actually had crossplay available already, like before the launch on Friday, which seemed to work really well. Uh, it was very easy to tell who was playing on what console, uh, just according to the, <laughs> not according to the scoreboard because of the score, but because next to it, you could tell who was on Xbox, PC, PlayStation, things like that. Um, and look, it's a bit of, it's a bit of, Bit of fun, like it, I think the, the matches don't go on for too long. It's like I feel like it's less than ten minutes. Like it's not, it's not too long at all. I and mean, the more you take down people, the more points you get. When you get knocked down, you have a few points taken off. So it's not like a a by all means. It's it's just it's, uh what's the best way to describe it? It's a game where you can play a few games with mates and then just turn off at the end of the day. Like it's not something that's going to be a an ongoing multiplayer thing. You. Have to jump into so is it like an add-on to the, the last resident evil release well yes and no like it's got no connection to resident evil village at all it's more of like a multiplayer free-for-all for the fans if that makes sense mm. um so it's its own separate game um but the there is a couple of issues i have with that at the moment um one being there's a massive like kind of stun lock problem um what that means is like sometimes if you would get uh knocked down by an enemy or things like that the time it takes for you to get back up, like you're already dead again. Like, because mm -hmm. while you're down, you can still get attacked. And there's just not a lot of uh, lenience. So it can create a lot of, there was a lot of us actually getting quite frustrated because as soon as you were knocked down by something, you just kind of went, oh yeah, I'm dead now. Like I've just lost my points. 
Um, so that was one of the things. There, there was something else I was going to say about Reverse as well that just slipped my mind. Um, oh, yes, actually. <laughs> the There's a battle pass system they're introducing. Um, because so, so those who already own Village uh, should have access to Reverse without having to pay anything else. Otherwise, you do have to pay for Reverse uh, separately um, if you don't have own Village already. Uh, but I'm going to find out on Steam how much it is, which is really interesting. So let me, let me Google that while you talk. Yeah, have a look. Uh, but there is a battle pass system, which uh, obviously the price isn't up for yet. Uh, I imagine we'll find out on Friday. But I, I, I don't know, depending on how the game takes off, how well this battle pass system is actually going to kind of take off, I guess. And there was like the, the stuff in the battle pass were things like weapon charms, I think. Uh, some backgrounds for the title screen, a few emotes. I think there was a couple of costumes, which I think some of them were from like the previous Resident Evil games. Like some characters had the other costumes and stuff like that too. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, the Resident Evil multiplayer stuff. Oh, okay. On Steam, it's about $43. Yeah. I was just going to say that. At the, my... at, at the moment, it it's, uh, it's, 43 bucks but it's 25 percent off at the moment which yeah even at, even at 42 dollars for a multiplayer only game like this like that I'm, seems a lot of money yeah i i personally think it's a little steep like i i i don't know i honestly even though i'm a big resident evil fan i don't know if i would pay 43 dollars for this if i didn't own village already because that that that's a lot and i'm hoping because we played early access and there was only two maps I think I'm interested to see what it's like after it's proper launch on Friday. Yeah. And maybe see if my thoughts change. But it, again, like you said, for a multiplayer-only game, it seems like a lot to ask. Um, so, but the game itself is quite fun. Uh, and I always, if it means I get to play some Resident Evil multiplayer with friends, then I'm all for it. And obviously, I've got some conflicting opinions on the game there too. But I really enjoyed it, and that's why Reverse is my bloody good game of the week. What's yours, Jim? Awesome. Well, this is one. Uh, like, it feels like I've been away for so long because I've been playing this game for a month, <laughs> and I can't remember the last time I was sort of focusing on one game for just like a month. But mine at the moment is Immortals: Phoenix Rising. So this game's been out for a while, but it's popped up on Xbox Game Pass and. And, like, I'm going to co compare it to Breath of the Wild because it is very similar to that in that you've got this big overworld, you explore it, to, right down to the fact where when you, when you get to an area and you want to uncover the map, you've got to climb this big, huge tower thing and then you'll open up the map and see everything on there. Um, but that's it. Like, it's... It's still different enough, like, you've got things called Vaults of Tartarus that are, are like your shrines, you go in there, you do a little puzzle, and then you, um, then you, that can be a fast travel point. There's, there's lots of stuff to do, and it just, it feels really good. I like the puzzles, I like the, the stuff that you have to do on the overworld, I like the, the variety of enemies that you've got. Um, yeah, it just, it's, it's just been really cool to me, and, and like you get the wings of Daedalus which are your gliding mechanic and there's lots of different combos that you open up as you go through it just like right now if you're watching it um twitch.tv slash game on Oz you're seeing one where it's there's a ball puzzle where you've got to push this big ball around and and um 
get it to the right right uh, right spot and there'll be multiple puzzles like that so you'll have a ball and you need to like get get it to a spot so you can open up an area to get another ball and and stuff like that and and yeah it, it is really interesting and and the voice acting is a little dodgy i'm gonna say because like it's it's all built around greek mythology um so like you're 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 freeing some greek gods so they can help fight this uh, big bad called typhon that was locked away and um and so everybody's doing like this really bad uh greek accent um but there's a lot of humor in it because like the the main narrative mechanism of the game is that zeus has um visited prometheus and if you know a little bit about greek mythology prometheus was uh i think he was a titan that stole fire from the gods and gave it to humans and for for that he was punished by zeus he was chained to a mountain where his liver was continually pecked out by by birds and eaten and then regenerated because, because greek gods went hard all right they, they, yeah yeah there was some they some did not hold stories back that, yeah that's it but um and so the, the narrative of the game is Zeus is worried because Typhon is coming and, and doing all this stuff and Prometheus is telling him the tale of Phoenix, who's the main character. Um, and there's other little bits and pieces in there like the wings you got are made by Daedalus who um, everybody probably knows Icarus more but Daedalus was the father of Icarus who made the wings that he flew mm. from close to the sun with. So like there's there's lots of lots of cool little bits of Greek mythology in there. There's lots yeah. of challenging bits too, where um, like there, there's you have to learn the fights as well. Um, so like there's big hard bosses that you need to take out, and they'll have certain movements where you can dodge and parry and and yeah. When, when you get the timing down, it just it all flows really yeah. nicely and. And now I'm I'm having a, a a bloody good time with this, so that's why this one's my bloody good game of the week. Arion, you bloody legend! Thank you for the sub. <laughs> I've been wanting to play this for ages, and I've even got my sister onto it now that it's on Game Pass as well. Because mm. I don't know, there's just something about. I mean, obviously, this is another game that I love to talk about any chance I get to. But like Hades, in terms of like the mythology side of things, like you know, Immortals: Phoenix Rising for me was like, oh my god, this. This looks something I'd love. And there was a friend of mine who uh, is uh, an English teacher and just loves, like, literature and obviously all the mythology kind of stuff. Was I remember when they were playing this, they were like, oh, my God, there was just so many good lines of dialogue, mm. little bits and pieces that if you if you didn't know your Greek mythology, like, incredibly well, like, it would just go over <coughs> your head. Yeah. Um, but I think the reason I like this as well is because, like, obviously those little Easter eggs, I guess, if you want to call it that, is so great for those of us who've grown up, you know, watching movies or watching uh, Xena Warrior stories. Princess and yeah, Hercules you know, in the 90s, yeah. And like seeing that kind of come to life. But then also, I kind of like the fact because I know that um, since Spaces and Chat says it's a shame Ubisoft couldn't be a bit braver with this and make it for high budget. I actually really like the art style of this and I, I am going to be a little bit biased as well because it just, it like, I, I don't know in what aspect you mean with the higher budget but i do like kind of the art style and i do like that i feel like it's probably going to be a bit more approachable for maybe the slightly younger ages i think as well um because i think it's really easy like with the idea of 
especially something like mythology where they just don't hold back with doing whatever they want but you can get really gritty and uh you know uh pretty violent and stuff which is obviously a lot of fun uh for us um but i think you know having that blend of puzzle and combat and stuff um in this kind of style um i think just i i feel like it just appeals to a bit more of a broader audience yeah and and i kind of get what since spaces is is, is saying because like there's a couple of times in the game it's just felt like like it doesn't quite have enough polish there's no one thing mm. i can really put put a finger on but it's just like it, yeah it just a little bit more polish would would uh i think really help this game out a little bit more but that said to me it's fun and since spacey says higher budget for a more unique looking game instead of breath of the wild look i think it's i think it's different enough to breath of the wild because like yeah, Zelda's reasonably cartoonish, but I feel like this game is a lot more cartoonish than what that mm. is, and it does kind of have its own own look. But yeah. you, you're right; it, 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 there's just something about it that that needs that could have benefited from a little bit more polish. But but the gameplay itself is still super fun. It's it's a, yeah, it's a, and and the humor like like they're not afraid to poke fun at the Greek mythology. Uh, in it and and mm. like there, there'll be bits where you'll get a little bit of a voiceover you'll come across like a a particular structure and and all of a sudden prometheus will start um start monologuing a, again and and it'll be about something about like zeus said had somebody's lover turned into a boar because he didn't like like something that they did or took offense to something and it'll be and it'll be zeus coming back and say hey blah blah i, I did that for this reason and it was some like stupid oh, like interrupting his yeah. like little voiceover yeah. oh yeah 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 but no, that um, sounds really cool i i like the fact that you got to talk about this one because i've been meaning to chat more about this with someone who has played it hmm. before um and i think Maybe when I, again, we try not to compare it too much to Breath of the Wild, but maybe when I do finish that, I'll have to come to this one yeah. because uh, it, it it does look really pretty. I know you said that you think it needs a bit more polish, but yeah. I think this still looks I, like a really good-looking game. I will say, compared to Breath of the Wild's, um, what were they, Divine Beasts, the dungeons, Immortals has much better like dungeons because uh, while we've been talking about this, uh, we've been having the gameplay going in the background for those listening in the audio-only format and and like it it is a bigger sort of shrine area but and not as much combat but more puzzles um so yeah. and and that that that's kind of fun as well especially there was one i got to that um had like these anti-gravity boxes so you hit them with your sword and they started floating and mm. i did get the feeling that i i cheesed that a fair bit though because there was just these these bits where it felt like oh you meant to like move the box over there and jump on it then move the next one around type thing and i just went screw that yolo and like threw a box while i was standing on one and then just quickly jumped to the box that i'd thrown and like rode that for forever. Um, but yeah look it's it, it's good fun there there's uh, there's some challenging combat in it like i said um with the the bigger bosses that if you you really want to go around and and the characters in it are fun and and at the end of the day fun is what you want yeah so um i had something here i wanted to talk about oh yeah so um this is something we actually didn't plan on talking about stormy so i'm sorry for uh for derailing our you know the best laid plans of mice and men there but 
I it only just occurred to me when I said I'd been playing this for a month, and I honestly can't remember the last time that I'd set, I had a month to focus on one game, like, and and it's kind of how my play style has changed where i'm more playing the indie games these days so Mm. like you can finish them in a couple of sitting and move on to the next game and i've got to say while i've been enjoying immortal phoenix rising i kind of miss just being able to go through some indie games and move on to the next one like i've I've been i've put like 20 25 hours into this and i doubt i'm halfway through it you know yeah it kind of feels like i wish yeah, I, ju- I just wish that there was something um, something smaller that I could play, I guess. Yeah, I think there's there's still a beauty in in games where like uh you could you could finish in in a sitting or a couple of sittings. There's something nice and something that's very rewarding, very achievable mm. uh, with having those nice smaller games to really sink your teeth mm. into as well. So um yeah, and and like because indie games, there are so many really good indie games out there, and and I like what Games Pass has done. Game Pass, sorry, not Games Pass. I'm terrible for that. I didn't say anything. I no, didn't no, say I, anything. I know. I caught myself doing it. I caught myself, but I, I saw like the mental eye roll that saw me. No, but anyway, so Game <laughs> Pass, the um, where like there's just indie games you can go and try them and you can do, play, finish them or put them down or whatnot. But there's another platform that um, we go has actually been working on in the background. And you might've seen the, uh, the link pop up in the Twitch chat. If you've been watching us on Twitch about registering for three little pixels. So this is a very, very exciting project and it's killed me not being able to talk about this. And, and there's still some stuff that we can't talk about, about it for, because it, it's just, it, it's going to really change the way we can play indie games because at its heart, this this three little pixels is a platform where we can promote indie games and get them a better payment model. Um, and and it sounds really boring when you start talking about that. And again, can't really go into depth because we're not ready to to say that just yet. But it it's it's something really cool that that. We and lets us support indie devs, and mm. and I'm I'm struggling to find the words right now because there's stuff I want to talk about that I can't really. But um, but I will say thank you, Arion, for that gift sub to Charlie Golf. Much appreciated. I'm sure Cam will love that. Now he'll think he can do more around here. I think. Um, I was gonna say with uh, three little pixels as well. Um, if you did want to follow any uh, news. Uh, mm-hmm. They are on uh, on Twitter for sure, mm-hmm. uh, just under three lil. So I, uh, sorry, L I L pixels, um, and uh, you know this is something that Pete's been working on very oh, hard, um, so hard for a long time now. Recently, to, to the point uh, where where we've been, he's been talking to investors and they have secured eighty five thousand dollars to get this off the which ground, which is it, incredible. It's an, yeah. But um, it it, it yeah. can't just stop there because one thing the uh, will need going forward is a uh, a player base, and that's where that link um, that has been going around in chat register com comes into it, because we need you guys to go to that link, register. It's free. 
it secures your gamer tag that you want to use for it if you've got one that you're really attached to like me that i've been using since i was like 17 <laughs> um so and and just if you could do it it would really really help us out a lot uh get getting that all sorted because it's it's going to be such a game-changing platform and we we really want to work with with you guys and in the independent developers to to get this off the ground because we love our indie games and and like i was saying like they they just they suit my my time that i have to give to games these days and being able to experience so so many of them and and you're right, since Spacey's packs were had so many indie titles there, and I know Pete in in the one day that he had there did a mad rush around and was talking to a lot of them there. Um, but re- really, what what we need we need your guys' help to to get the 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 numbers behind the platform up so that we can encourage more indie indie devs to come in and 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 say yeah, this is cool. We'd really like this. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to, so uh, stay tuned, I guess. Mm, definitely. <laughs> spread, spread the word. Uh, if you see it on, on social media, share it around. Convince your friends. Ask if you can put it in, in people's discords because we, we, you know, we're very conscious that if we're just going into somebody's discord and say, hey, by the way, we've got this, so just make sure that people like. We'll, we'll let you do that before, before you just go and post it. Yeah, it's... Don't um, spam the chat. That's that's exactly right. Be um, clever. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Pete's uh, tweeted today a um, fantastic thread uh, about mm. three little pixels um, and how that's progressed and where it came from and all of that, which uh, Jim's just shared in the chat. Mm. Um, so if you haven't seen it already, give it a uh, give it a read and uh, you know maybe a little mm. cheeky retweet. Um, share it with your friends and. Uh, when we know more and are allowed to say more, and I'm sure Pete would love to chat about it um, when we can steal him away for um, another show soon, uh, that would be really great. That's it, yeah. And and just the story Pete has there, because video games mean so much to to all of us. Like, I'm sure at some point it, it's video games has been a salve to a wound that we've had, or or it's been an escape for us where where we've just it's been the thing that's gotten us through some hard times and and really that at game on Oz we we want to give back to some of those devs as well and help give them a platform because I think there was there was a stat in there was it um Pete in Pete's Twitter Twitter thread he said that there's been mm. there was eleven thousand games released in twenty twenty one and ninety eight percent of those were indie games so. Yes. Giving those people a place that they can go and and just get better visibility on their games and and yeah, like, like I said, it, it's it's not another Steam. We're not trying to be another Steam, but it's got but it's the way that that it operates is going to be very beneficial to to indie devs and players alike. I think. Ooh, well, that, stay that's, tuned. that's it. That's it. Stay, stay tuned. Just a little see teaser. How that goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so moving on from that one, last last week you and Natty were having a chat about uh, the 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 order through Maccas and get your Overwatch skin bit. Yeah, and did I did I tell you I got it? I I got it as well. Like I no no word of a lie. Like I just I I've never used that app before, and I went, yeah, bugger it, I'll use it, and I'll probably yeah. never play Overwatch two again now. But you know, it's, no, I've got, I I've got that. that skin. Uh, but you know what? I I can't remember if we mentioned this in the um in the chat or in the podcast last week, but 
I didn't realize this, but apparently that skin is a skin that came out in the first game. Oh. And that made me a little bit more cross because I was like, mm. I was like, why, like, why was it not a cool like Macca's color like scheme mm. skin collaboration or something special? But there is another fast food uh, gaming collaboration you're going to share. That's it. So <laughs> hot on the heels of that, and just actually just before we get onto that, because Charlie Golf has said in chat. It wouldn't let him redeem the Overwatch skin because he's already got it. I feel so, like that's really crafty, though. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you disclaim, hey, if you have Overwatch 1 you have the skin, like, you won't get anything I, out of it. Like, I, I don't know. That seems a little bit yeah. cheeky. Well, I, I kind of feel that it was there, but most of those things when you go, cool, you do this, you can you can get something for it. You get this skin, and people will mm. go, yeah, great, and won't read the fine print of this was a skin in Overwatch 1. But, um, but yeah. anyway, so this, this release is coming through Hungry Jacks, which for those of you that don't live in Australia is our version of Burger King. Um, <laughs> and coming up, there is a Baconator meal that they're going to have, which if you buy, you get a... Um, what's Operator skin? Yeah, in-game operator skin and one hour of double XP. Oh, it starts today. Yep. But app, one hour. Only, app only, pick up only. So no Uber oh, Eats, no Mac just... Is. Yeah, same way Mac has did it. And I feel like th this is like... Th th this this is a bit of the cynic in me um, going on because I feel like for, for McDonald's and Hungry Jack's, this is a way to get more people using their app. And like they, they don't, they don't like. This is just a cheap way to go. Cool. Let let's let's just encourage people to use this. And now, like I've got got the app. I've had half a dozen notifications from that app since I bought that that Big Mac. Yeah. Meal. Yeah. And I'm just going. I get enough from like the stupid Uber Eats and DoorDash and all that in there. I don't yeah. want more. But um, but I mean, look, if you're going to be buying that stuff anyway, why not? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I know we briefly spoke about this last week, but I've, there's something that's quite fun about the idea of like, you know, a fast food chain <laughs> gaming collab, you know. Um, but the, the, the COD one at least seems cool because, you know, the game comes out on Friday. This is really good promotion for it because, uh, you know, it's not out yet. And then obviously, you know, unlike Overwatch, this I would assume is a skin that, hasn't made an appearance in anything else before. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think it's, I think it's fun. I just feel like, I think I'm a little bit salty. Um, not because of the fast food, but just because I feel a little bit burnt from uh, finding out that the Overwatch skin and the Overwatch meal from McDonald's was something from the initial game. Mm. But you know what? If you like COD and you like Hungry Jacks, then well, I mean, I mean yeah, it's you, clever if, marketing. Yeah, if you're buying that meal anyway, I mean, get your one hour of two times XP. Why not? Yeah. Well, if you're going to be playing it already, mm. you yeah. know, you could you could pick up your. Oh, I mean, if you're getting a physical copy, or you you know, you have your your COD Modern Warfare on Friday, you order your Hungry Jacks, kick your feet up, redeem your your new skin, you flex it on your friends on launch, and then you have double XP out. Yeah, that's it. And it's it's an interesting thing because it's kicked off in Twitch chat about like some of the 90s promotions they used to do. And mm. I've got to say, I don't know anybody that actually bought Age of Empires 2. Everybody just got it in a Kellogg's 
cereal box. I got mine from Nutrigrain. Gamma says he got his from Cornflakes, you know, because just that's the way it happened. You know, they... I don't know if anyone remembers uh, there was a set of like Disney Pixar games, I think, that were in cereal boxes. And there was a Monsters Inc. one. And I remember playing the absolute crap out of that. Like that was that was so much fun. It was just something about having like something physical in the box mm. to like play in your computer. It was just well, so especially cool. the video game, because you used to get like the plastic yeah. almost Happy Meal sort of or Kinder Surprise sort of to toys that you get. And like getting a video game, it was just like, oh, I'll play it now. So cool. It's just, again, it's really, really good marketing. And we're still mm. talking about it now. Like it, like it just... Maybe, maybe just more of this needs to happen, but just mm. put actual good stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm just still upset, but it's fine. <laughs> well, see, that, that's the thing, like, and it, once again, I'm putting my, my old man hat on and, and whatnot here, but, but it, it's stuff like the way promotions sort of go where it's all about collecting your information because, like, I, I, once again, I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, Stormy, but when you <laughs> used to, you'd buy your can of drink and you'd open up, you'd drink it, and in the bottom, there would be a code about if you won something or not. Nowadays, they don't do that. They say, oh, here's your code, go to our website, sign up, and maybe yeah. you've won something. Because it's not about the giveaway and making the sale. It's about it's the information. Yeah, collecting your data and then being able to market to you for it. Yeah. And, and I feel like. These ones are the same because both McDonald's and Hungry Jack's, this has to be done through their app. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm. Very cheeky. Yeah. No, I, I'm with um, you since Spacey's. I never enter those competitions either. Like, if, if, if I've got to go away and sign up for something, it's just like like when you buy something and say, oh, this has got a cashback offer on it. Do I get the cashback here? No, then I'm not doing it. <laughs> if, if there's a cashback offer just give me the freaking money off the thing now and you know yeah. i don't want to have to go away somewhere and then apply for that cashback yeah yeah but, but um but yeah. yeah so who knows who knows what future because like this time last week we we're like oh we wonder what other collabs would be coming out mm -hmm. uh you know in the future now we've now we've got a call of duty one so Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, there was uh, a big collab that was sort of done. Because you remember when the Xbox Series X was announced and everyone went, yes. it's a fridge. It looks like a fridge. Yes. Uh, and and Microsoft kind of lent into that. And like they, they built, I think they built two like life-size proper fridges. And one went to Snoop yeah. Dogg and one was in a competition. Um, and then they made the mini fridge and it took forever to, to get released in Australia. I don't yep. know why, but those pre-orders were back in like March. Yeah, um, we were, I, I would have, I reckon I would have just started the weekly show with you and we were talking about the mini fridges. Cause mm. we were, I think we were chatting about how quickly as well. They like, I did, I, I could be wrong, but did they pre-sell out? I feel like they did. Oh yeah. There's like a couple the, of retailers that pre-sold out. Yeah. So like they, they pre-sold out, um, and in August, they must have gotten the, the all the retailers must have gotten the numbers of how many they're actually getting. So yeah, the, the they opened up pre-orders again for a limited time. Um, I couldn't get one through EB. I got one through um, through JB Hi-Fi. But earlier this week, I got an email saying my fridge is on its way. I am so excited. 
Like, <laughs> I used to have this, but I used to have this little fridge. I've only just gotten around to throwing it out because it was broken, but it held six yeah. cans and it was just perfect. It sat right next to my, my computer. I put a couple of cans in there and would just play games. Wouldn't have to get up for anything. And I, mm. I, you wouldn't think that having to get up and walking two or three meters out to the other fridge that I've got here would be a big thing. But it is. I miss my little fridge and I cannot wait for my for this Xbox mini fridge to arrive. And I have seen um, on Twitter a few people have been posting that they've got theirs. So Yeah, um, one of my friends got theirs today, I think. They were so chuffed. Yeah. Uh, I just I can't wait. Like it just looks cool. Like, um let's see if I can find a That's a cool little little concept. Yeah. I, like has like Sony hasn't um, done anything like that recently, have they, in terms no, of No, they've just released the like a pro a controller. $340 for $3, controller? Yeah. Oh my god. Don't it, even get me started. Go away, on that. Sony, go away. Three hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, but but this yeah. one I just I love the green accents in it. I love mm. it holds I think eight eight or ten cans, I think. Um but either way, it's a it's a decent size. Um yeah, and I'm just gonna love it. I've got a spot on my shelf already for it. It's gonna <laughs> already be reserved. amazing. It's been there since I ordered it, the fridge, okay? Like, it's it's just, I've been hanging out to get this bloody fridge. And, and yeah. actually, I'm going to check it. I've got, I got to check now where it is. Like, I've been doing this, like, multiple times a day. I'll just go into my email and hit the tracking uh, thing and see where it is. Cause, and you know what? <laughs> since I got it, it hasn't changed. It's been in Melbourne Airport for, like, the last... In, in fairness, I got the email said it, saying it had been been shipped on Monday. So it's now Wednesday, and it's it's at the the depot at the Melbourne airport. So it'll be, it'll be getting there soon. Uh, but yeah, oh. I cannot wait for that. And yes, bloody Arion, thank you so much. So Arion's gift, gifted six gift subs: one to uh, Synth Spaces, Captain Avari, Natty, Bourbon Slurper, Stormy, and Doormat. Me. Hey. Oh, thanks, hey. thanks, Arion. Oh my god, all the subs tonight. Yeah. And Ariad also gifted one to. Oh, did we say that already? Yeah, I said since spaces as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, so good. Thank you, um, thank you so much. Look, I I think that's probably about uh, all the time we we've got for for tonight. Um, I reckon. I reckon. I reckon that we did sort of have another story in reserve, but it's not. It was like a one one of those sort of time filler ones. But I think we we've we've talked a lot about stuff. Um, we had a bloody good game of the week thanks to Aussie Broadband. We, we've had our, our lightning recap thanks to Stormy there. Um, <laughs> and, of course, we're talking about Modern Warfare 2, the Xbox mini fridge, and don't forget Three Little Pixels as well. And if you're yeah. if, if you, you like your indie games, please go to register.threelittlepixels.com. Sign up there. Spread the word as well as you can. The more registrations for it, the better. And we just cannot wait to to see what what's going to be in store there. Um, but uh, but once again, thanks everybody for for watching, and we'll thanks, see guys. everybody next week. Bye.